1: For whatever the Bills want to do late in the first round, whether it is beef up wide receiver, whether it is add some big bulk in the middle on the defensive line and a guy like Tavondre Sweat or a Byron Murphy from Texas as well if he's, if he's there. I think they're in a good spot to get a guy not just to come in and wear a jersey like Mozzie Smith did for the Cowboys this year, but a good guy that can produce as well.
0: Ryan Fowler of the Draft Network. On earlier last week, talking a lot of draft prospects, but I mean, like that's what we're going to be doing for the next few months, especially when the combine hits. And oh man, dude, I I'm so excited for the rumor mill to hit. I, that's all I care about.
1: Rumors now. are rumors are fun, but, I, but it's also hard because now, I, not to go on a Twitter rant here, but mm-hmm. without the knowing what blue che- blue check marks are real, like it's you got to be careful, because you it'll might be see fun. a rumor that's not actually real. It's going to be fun. I've got to keep your head on a swivel, man. I follow the, um, the NHL rumor bot on Twitter, <laughs> and I know it's fake. But this morning, I'm scrolling through, and I see Alex Ovechkin announces his retirement. And I'm like, wait, what? It took you a second. And then I was like, wait, nope. This is a bot. They're making a funny tweet. It's fine. I was going to say, you got to remember, I'm following <laughs> you for the funnies, yes. not the news. Yeah, exactly. But it, and it'll get you at 6 in the morning. It, it does, it, especially when you're half awake. It's, it's great. Mm-hmm. But, but no, the rumor mill is going to be fun. It's, I I can't wait. I still remember when the uh, the Zach Wilson draft when everyone was saying the Patriots were going to draft Zach Wilson because of like that one throw he had where Belichick's like, wow, I really like that. See, the thing like, is, in that really monotone remember, level,
0: what I remember from that draft is that we knew way too early who picks one and two were. We yeah. knew Trevor Lawrence was going to the Jags, and we knew the Jets were taking Wilson. Yeah. And the Big Mac Jones thing I remember was always the San Francisco Forty ers we're going to trade up and go get him. And that they they had traded up to go get Mac Jones, and everyone's sitting there going like, what? (laughs) And ultimately, I think the day of or maybe the week before, it was like, no, no, it's going to be Trey Lance. Like That's who they really like. They want to get a guy who's going to be a difference maker. That went well.
1: Yeah, no, I just just remember vividly watching a video of that Zach Wilson throw, and then Belichick just being like, huh.
0: I could talk about (laughs) Zach Wilson as a draft prospect for, like, days.
1: That like, one, and then that one picture of him that got posted, where it's like a weird, like, bathroom selfie. Oh yeah, and, oh yeah. and everyone's like, "Look at this guy!" And it's like, just he was <laughs> he
0: was scouting drugs because he had all of the weird angle throws that you look for. Yep, really good tape in his final year. You know, good size, good athleticism, the whole thing. And then, like, the more you dug into it, you are like, "Oh, he played a really bad schedule." Oh, he also, did. He did everything off script. And he's a one-year wonder, and you're just sitting there going, like, oh, boy. <laughs> and But the Jets, I that that is really what I remember from that year so vividly, was, like, they locked themselves in, like, nope, Zach Wilson's our guy at two because they botched getting Lawrence because they beat the Rams, I think, late in the year. Yep. I think it was the Rams. And it was just, oh, man. Like, that's, that's what I remember is, like, that draft starting at three, but in reality, four, because we found out it was going to be Lance – Either the day of the draft or right before it. Yeah,
1: and it's also like it was funny because everyone was like, "Jets, you know the draft doesn't start for another like month, right?" Like, no, no, yeah. we're taking Zach Wilson. Look, like, you can do your homework. It's you, okay. you can you can wait to tell us that. Like, we don't have to know right now. You can you want? Are you sure? Are you sure you want to do that? They were the kid
0: <laughs> in high school that did their tests like in an obnoxiously Lighting fast speed. way, and then everyone knew it's like, you did not do well. <laughs> like, <laughs> like everyone but they think
1: they, they they think they're like yeah. I did it. This is mine.
0: You put in a effort there. Yep. At best. At best. Let's go back to the phones. We've got Mike in Lancaster on the line. Mike, how are we doing today? Good. How are you guys? Doing very well. Okay, here's my –
1: I think the Bills should – I think they should trade down. Uh, I think they should trade down, get an extra second this
0: round, this this, – for this this year, draft next, second next
1: year mm-hmm. and a third this year.
0: Okay, all right, I can I can get behind that. I, I've we, Mike, thanks for the call. We've taken way more calls I thought on people wanting to
1: trade down mm-hmm. than I thought we would. However, there is that forty percent that wants to trade up for trade everything for which like, for well, well, that's, and that's why I wanted to, like <laughs> kind of talk about is it. like we were talking
0: with Jeremy as he as he was leaving we were taking over of just like yeah there's a lot of people here. what, 40% that were willing to like burn everything to the ground to have a Marvin Harrison jersey, essentially. And I think that, you know, I think really the takeaway from that, I think Jeremy's spot on too, is like just how desperate people feel to get a wide receiver. But then I was expecting that a lot of calls for people like, maybe not for Marvin Harrison Jr., but to trade up to make sure they go get Brian Thomas Jr. or trade up maybe in like the top 10 to get a Roma Doonesa or Malik Neighbors. Instead, it's been a lot of people who are much more in the sense of, no, no. Trade back? I love the receiver talent in rounds two and three, which I love. Like I'm like, it's phenomenal, but we look through it too. It's it's going to be a tough time finding a trade partner because teams that maybe want to trade back into the first round are Carolina, who wants a wide receiver, and maybe the Giants who want a quarterback,
1: but not sure. How how realistic would it, and, and I don't want to get too crazy here because I don't know if there'd be any value in doing this unless... A certain wide receiver falls. How crazy would it be if the Bills traded tried to trade up to fourteen with New Orleans if Roma Dunze doesn't get picked by the Bears?
0: Oh man. I because I'm such a Roma Dunze fan. Me too. My big
1: thing when the Bills were like, you know, not doing great and they were at six and six, mine was all roads lead to Rome. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah. Like, let's just go for it. But I just I, I just don't like, know. I look.
0: I, I, so you're saying he like he falls past the Bears at nine,
1: right? Because that's the only guy I'd be willing to go really aggressive for. Because I like outside of those big three the the Marvin Harrison Jr. Malik Neighbors and Roman Dunze, you can get who you want within. 28 to 25 yeah you could like and 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 that means you don't have to move up at all you can just stay where you are i'm now i'm now
0: looking like who would take roma Dunze if he's not gone at nine if he doesn't go to chicago i think the jets at 10 probably do something maybe because i mean after garrett wilson what do you have that's an honest question true true minnesota no denver maybe if they keep judy probably not raiders Mm. But I think they're going to be a team that might get. I I'd be surprised if they pick a thirteen two. I think they're going to be a team that maybe goes for a quarterback. You can't go in with Aiden O'Connell, right? But there's also a chance that maybe they go get Kirk Cousins. And if you get Kirk Cousins, and yep. all of a sudden Adunze is there, oh, now we have Adams, Adunze, we're cooking with something here,
1: right? But then you also look at New Orleans, like I, like I said mm-hmm. in this yep. scenario, if you trade up with New Orleans, they don't really need a wide receiver. They need a quarterback. They need defense. They need anything. But wide receiver. I mean, they have Chris Olave. Well, they have Chris Olave. Actually, uh, it's, never, it's the same it's, it's, thing. Uh, like, you said uh, there, man, like, this no, is wow. tricky because. Really well, but then Alave. again, you also have to think about it. Like any team that's trading down to twenty-eight, because in this scenario, you'd probably you would trade the twenty-eighth pick. You would probably, I feel like, you'd have to trade maybe next year's second or first, right? You might be trading this year, next year's first,
0: if you're going all the way from what are we saying? So 28 we're twenty-eight go, to fourteen. Yeah, you might be trading next year's first. You actually, you're probably trading next year's first. But
1: again, if if a Dunze is there. That I think has value. I would agree with that. If it's if it's fourteen, fifteen range, so like the Saints and the Colts, because then you would because then you assure that in that scenario, mm-hmm. if, if a Dunze is there at fourteen, mm-hmm. you then assure that the Colts don't get him, the Bengals don't get him, the Jags don't get yep. him, and then everyone else that we've already mentioned with you know Houston, Miami, Tampa Bay, Baltimore, Kansas City, like you have. All of that room there to breathe and say, all right, look, we got this guy. They can't get him. They can't get whoever. Because then, again, you're trading with New Orleans in this case, and New Orleans could take a wide receiver at 28 and you know mess up somebody's plans to take uh, Brian Thomas Jr.
0: Yeah, and, I mean, and for them it could be just like, hey, we're potentially going to be a bad team next year. Let's load up on like next year and this year's picks, get mm-hmm. really young, the whole thing. The Colts, I don't see doing that because I think the Colts are sitting there going, "Like man, if we had our rookie quarterback this year, we right. may have won the AFC South." Yeah, so they're not going to be sitting there thinking that. The Saints could be. The yeah. Saints could be thinking, you know, our cap still sucks, and we need to get young. We we need to get talented. Yeah. In a few years, and I they, can don't, see that they don't as well.
1: They do need a quarterback right now. I think. I think the Saints do anyway. I, I don't know if. I mean, who are they even sitting with a quarterback? Derek, I mean, Carr. Derek Carr and Jameis Winston. <laughs> oh, that's fun. So for them I don't know if it's a, it's kind of like a patriot situation where it's almost like you don't almost don't want a quarterback right now you want to get talented and then get a quarterback mm-hmm. but I just I don't know again this is this is a very dependent scenario on a lot of oh, other they don't even things. have
0: Winston next year unrestricted really? free well agent.
1: no he said he wants to be a saint for life I don't know if that's anything They also to, got to sign him back Yeah I know I don't know if that means anything to them but he does want to go back there but I mean, if if I'm the Saints, I don't want him back. But I just I just wonder because that's it's it's very dependent on what the Bears do. Mm-hmm. But it's also dependent on a lot of other things in the third round or first round if you're getting that high. Because if you're at the Bills pick at 28, there's nothing really going on. You're you're just kind of waiting and seeing, you know, yeah. what happens between nine and 20. Yeah. Uh,
0: but, like, that's the thing is, like, we're, we're hearing more from people that are saying that only five, maybe six wide receivers go in round one and that there's a really good chance that between picks 10 to 28, yeah, no receivers are being taken and that the Bills could be the next team to take one. It's just it, there is so much. There's so many different paths this draft class could go because, like, like a Dunze could fall. For the sheer fact, I mean, I don't think he will. I think teams do value him as, A, he's going to be an X receiver like this year. And so I cannot imagine him falling. But it could be one of those scenarios where where people sit there and go, I'd rather have the best edge rusher in this class and go get the fifth, sixth best wide receiver who in value sense is like the third best pass rusher.
1: Right. Like how many teams are willing to throw their value chart out the window when they see this guy Mm -hmm. fall to them? You know? Yeah. It's it's gonna be interesting. I like that and again, like this is where like I do
0: wanna see like the rumor mill come out of the combine, which is where you, this is gonna be the first time you're seeing all these new staffs and the old ones all together in the same spot. They're all talking, they're all trying to kind of like get an idea of where everyone's at. Some trades are gonna kinda of formulate here as well, or or at least the you know, the foundations of a future trade. And there could come out of this the rumor that, hey, you know, Teams are kind of expecting only a few receivers to go in the first round. They expect teams to wait to the second, third, fourth round because they know the talent's good. Now, all of a sudden, the idea of, okay, sitting at 28 is not too bad because we could just get like the fourth best receiver off the, you know, whoever their fourth best, best receiver is, or if they want to, can go get their maybe second best edge or uh, tackle. And then the second round, go get, you know, maybe eighth, ninth best wide receiver, which. Again, you don't even have a bad quarterback. Like, that's a, a key part of this, too. You're not putting a wide receiver in a bad situation that they can maybe never flourish. Why did Puka Nakua break out? Yes, he's talented, but he was in a great situation. He took over for a team that was dealing with a Cooper Cup injury early on, and he was dealing with a head coach who knew exactly how to use him. That could be an offense coordinator, knowing exactly how to use a player. And Puka Nakua broke out, and then, you know, once they saw how good he was, there was no way he was going to leave the field. This team could be in the same spot where, let's say they go get Malachi Corley in the third round. On a team like Carolina, maybe Corley doesn't break out because Bryce Young's his quarterback. And it's just not looking, It like just nothing works there. But if the Bills go get Corley, he can play outside, he can play a little slot, but maybe Brady knows exactly how to use him, and all of a sudden he pops a little bit more. That's where I think you're going to get, that's why I think you get hits in these later rounds, is you have teams that just know how to use these guys and have a quarterback position, quarterback position that can get you there. Now there are of course talents like Stephon Diggs and maybe even Puka Nakua is that as well. We'll have to wait and see if, as the years go on that they're just flat talented. They're just going to get on the field. Doesn't matter who the quarterback is because I think when Diggs broke out as a fifth is a fifth round pick, Teddy Bridgewater was the quarterback and they did not throw much at all. And then you know for Puka Nakua it's Stafford, much better quarterback situation.
1: But still not as good as the Bills. Yeah,
0: still not, you know, Mahomes, Allen, Burrow. Jackson. Maybe
1: even Jackson as well. They throw in there. But I I think that's where it's also you have to, like, if that's where we have to remind ourselves if the Bills don't take a wide receiver in the first round, it might not be a bad thing because – Of the fact that you could take a second or third round guy and make him look like a first round talent because of your system, because of your quarterback. And because of how deep this class is. He's a talented player. He's likely going to be a very talented player. Yeah, because you could look at pretty much the top 15 wide receivers and say, yeah, any one of those guys Mm -hmm. could go top five, like could be a top five receiver in any other class. But the fact that you have Marvin Harrison Jr., Roma Dunze, Malik Neighbors, and you could even throw Brian Thomas Jr., Mm -hmm. and Troy Franklin in there, those guys are. You can't pass them. Yeah, like, that's... and then
0: I think the other big key here is that you have an opening; they're not really sitting behind anybody. Right? They're going to sit behind. Let's throw it out there: a one-year deal for Darnell Mooney? Not a chance. And a second-round he... pick, likely if he's if he's performing well, yeah, right away is ahead of him. You, they're going to have opportunities: first, second, even third-round I mean, rookie
1: K- will Kole- have clear-cut opportunities sure he's not a rookie but Khalil Shakir played ahead of both of their free agent signings this year by the end of the year yeah by the end of the year and he had a
0: atrocious camp mm-hmm. so you know I, we took a call earlier in the day that was kind of worried about rookies but I think that's why I'm so confident that even if they go in the second round we're gonna see that guy they have an opening and they need talent gonna take a quick time out here And we'll wrap up the show when we come back So we get you ready for Sabres Live. The Sabres are in Montreal tonight to take on the Canadiens pregame at 6 for a 7 o'clock puck drop. We'll be right back. You're listening to The X-Point Show here on WGR. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof?